1: Okay, welcome to Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World with Wayne Goldsmith. Wayne Goldsmith joins us as per usual just after the news on a Wednesday morning at 10. Hello, sir. How's your week been so far?
0: Well, well, I'm looking very much to having a couple of quiet beers on Saturday night and uh, watching the Wallabies for the last time in the World Cup this year, no (laughs) doubt, I think. Are you trying to jinx them? Or
1: is it a reverse (laughs) jinx?
0: Yeah, maybe. I I think we've got to be realistic if you look at some of that lead-up form and just some of the frailties around set-piece and defence and lack of organisation in critical I think if they were to beat England, it would be a major, major turning around. But, uh, but interesting, I'm not a gambling man, and uh, I don't want to infringe on any station policies, but it's quite interesting just looking at the markets at the moment that the um, in two-horse races, England... And Australia and New Zealand and Ireland, gee, the um, the favourites are very very short, and the opposition are very very long. I, I I can't remember that in a quarter final before that where the outsiders are uh, fairly strong teams, but are so outside on the market. So quite fascinating how these things get pulled together.
1: Absolutely right, yeah, no, i have noted that myself, and I think the the closest one is the France Wales one. anyway, let's well, let's let's get on to what we were actually going to talk about. Maybe we can revisit these quarters at the end because I was just talking about the netball as well. Uh, the second test in the constellation Cup series is tonight after New Zealand got home in the uh, first test over the weekend. It was a very close result, and it got uh, you and uh, and us thinking about one percenters. Everybody talks about the one percenters. Um can you sort of first of all, maybe Wayne define? What that actually looks like if you've got a one percenter that helps you across the line?
0: Well, Pony, I I, often when I I talk about one percenters, and usually when we're talking one percenters, we're talking to elite athletes, high performance teams, professional teams. Because if you're talking to ten year olds, a one percenter is not going to help them that much. They're still at the stage of learning and understanding how to move and the fundamentals of the game and understanding the rules and so you're generally, as soon as we start talking 1%, we're talking about the top end of the sport. And the way that I describe it, it's a little bit like watching some of these cooking programs. You know, you sit there and you watch a cooking program, and you go, yeah, I could do that. I could make that cake. That looks really easy. So you download the recipe and you watch the, the show and you go and buy the tin and you buy the, exactly the same ingredients and you make it and it tastes like a mud pie and you can't figure it out because in theory you've done exactly what the professional chefs have done you got the same ingredients you got the same recipe you've got the same information the same instruments you've got everything the same but it doesn't taste that's because they've got the one percent of they know how to use that stuff and they know all those little nuances around when to add, what to add, how to stir it. They've got all the subtleties. They're the one percenters.
1: All right. So it's the, yeah, and, and you can only, I guess, get those things through having done it a few times and probably made a few mistakes. You know, put too much of a certain ingredient in if we're using the cooking analogy. So uh, a one percent is really only available to those who have been playing their sport for a while.
0: Well, there's a great line I like when I talk to a lot of uh, professional coaches with, we're at the stage where it's not knowing, it's not really about knowing what to do. It's about understanding what not to do. And it's about looking through all the rubbish. Now, I'll give you an example. I'm trying to lose a few kilos at the moment. You go on YouTube and try and make sense of the diet information that's a the moment. There were videos back-to-back on my YouTube feed the other day. One said keto is the way to go. Keto this, keto that. It'll decrease cancer risk and decrease um, heart disease and improve your energy and vitality and sleep. And the next video says exploding the keto myth. It was exactly the opposite. And both <laughs> of these people claimed to have the, the title doctor in front of their names mate who do you believe and I think that's when I talk to coaches that they've got this procession of salespeople walking through the front door and say I've got this new machine this is your one percenter we've got this new food supplement or sports bar or sports drink this is your one percenter we've got this new software program to analyse your play this is they've got so many people trying to sell them one percenters the real challenge is to figure out what the 1% actually is and then go from there. And, mate, half of it is understanding that most people who are going to try and sell you a 1% don't know what they're talking about because mate, 1% is, to me are rarely anything you can see or buy or download. It's all about the way you do what you do.
1: Yeah, because you often hear also about the top two inches, don't you? If we're going to use another uh, well-known phrase in in sport. Um, Is the one percenter most likely to come from the top two inches, if you get my drift?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But I often say to to people that the, the way this sport is, the way that sport is generally is that from the neck up, it's all about coaching, and from the neck down, it's all about just training. And everyone's focused on the training. How many sit-ups do I do in, you know, pick up one of those men's magazines, how to get dynamic abs in three easy lessons, and, and it says do six times 1,000 crunches every morning. Everyone's fascinated by numbers. How do I do the numbers? That's all about the neck down what I'm really, and the 1% has come from neck up. The 1% is, oh, all right, well, this is telling me to do 1,000. That might get me a reasonable set of abs. It might get me where I want to go. But then I start to think about, now, 1%, it could be, I'll do 200 of those on an incline board. I'll do 200 of those on my side, 200 on the other side, 200 of those with a weight, and the last 200 I'll time. And so you get what I'm saying, Pony, is that, it's not the thousand. It's not, and there's a great line that says, "It's not all that counts can be counted, and not all that's counted counts." It's a, it's a line that's attributed to Einstein. But but it, 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 that's what the one percenters are: is everyone is looking for something they can count and say, "Yep, that means if I do four of those, eat a kilo of that, that's my one percenter." But it's about the way you choose to do the work. And, you know, I, I see it all the time. The classic, mate, for me is is I watch swimmers. And on the whiteboard at the end of the pool, we might say, all right, everybody, go and swim 200 metres, minimum stand. That's just minimum standard. And then I watch, and you stand back and watch, and you've got the kids who do the laps. And there's a great line we use in swimming is, don't count the laps, make every lap count. Don't count the laps, make every lap count. So you stand back, and the vast majority of kids do the four laps and they finish at the end of the pool. In every group, in every pool, there's a one, 1% one a kid. And the kid goes, okay, four laps. How can I get a 1% percenter out of this? All right, well, I won't breathe on my last five strokes. I'll push off and I won't breathe until my feet go past the flags. I'll count the strokes that I do. And they choose to do something special with everything they do. And that's why they keep getting better. And I keep saying to coaches, guys, the one percenters are wonderful because they don't cost you anything. You can't buy it. It's about coaching the athletes to choose to do remarkable things with what they do every day. And once people start to see that that's what a one percenter actually is, then Anyone can do it, anyone can adopt that attitude, but while people are fixed on, I'm going to buy something, I'm going to download something, I'm going to go and grab something, in the hope of finding a one percenter, you you're always going to be chasing a myth.
1: Mm, indeed. So, it can be coached then, right? Because you talked about it being, you know, coaching being from the neck up, and uh, and obviously attitudes uh, can be coached and are coached by the top uh, top coaches in elite sports, so... But, I mean, but being so indefinable, it's it's it is hard to quantify, isn't it? In fact, is it is it quantifiable at all, or is it just something that I don't know? Just just happily happens. Well,
0: I don't know if it, it can it can be coached. And when I start off, if I'm going to coach coaches on how to coach the one percenters, which is a a long awkward sentence, is I normally start out like this: say, guys, what percentage of swimmers or athletes or netballers or rugby players, what percentage of athletes end up making it to the top? So roughly 1%. Wow, that's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? What a coincidence that is. Roughly 1% of players will make it into an Olympic team or into a professional team. So what does that tell you? Well, 1% of people are doing the one percenters every day. That's why they're so good. Mm-hmm. That's how much of a difference it can make. After that, Piney, it's about showing them what it looks like. And quite often what I've done with with coaches or when I'm working with athletes, I'll say, guys, um, if I was watching a good athlete do this, how would they do it? Oh, well, they'd do 10. Yeah, yeah, well, what about if I was watching a very good athlete do this? What would they do? Oh, they'd probably do 12. What about if I was watching the best in the world? Well, they'd do 15 and they'd do it quickly and their technique would be great. So I'll say, okay, okay, stop for a minute. So what you're telling me is, the difference between being good and great is your decision on how you're going to do this. Yeah, That's what you're telling me, is that right? All right, let's now talk about it. So I think you, you, you go through an exercise with the coaches and definitely with the athletes of showing them what 1% looks like and explaining to them that the reason why 1% make it to the top is that they do the 1% as consistently. Once they get that I then say success is a choice. You now if you know what the one per cent looks like, you now choose how do I do my work? Do I choose to be a good athlete? Do I choose to be a very good player? Do I choose to be an all black? Do I choose to be an Olympian? Do I choose to be on the ATP circuit? That's once that's the process and it can absolutely be coached.
1: Mm. So interesting, isn't it? The, uh, the, the choice thing, because, you know, history is full of sports people who, uh, have never fulfilled their potential basically through their own choice, right, Wayne? I mean, there, there's, um, there's people who have reached the top with, with, uh, and if we use talent as a, as a, you know, as a sort of a vague guide to this, who have got less talent than others, but have just made better choices or have a, uh, you know, a, a better attitude towards wanting to be in that top 1%, I guess.
0: I think some, I think you're right, Pine. I believe most of it is that no one's really ever shown them what it looks like. And it's, it's, it's just a classic that when we coach our coaches, most of the time we say, here's a training program. And the coaches look at the training program like the recipe from the cake analogy we used 10 minutes ago. They look at it and say, right, if I've got the recipe, if I've got, this is, this is the All Blacks Gym program. This is, Michael Phelps' swimming program, they think that if they've got the recipe, so if they've got the actual training session, that's all they need. That's the 99%. The 1% is their capacity to coach the athlete to look at that and decide and choose to do it in a different way, to do it in an extraordinary way. And I don't know how many times I've got up in front of coaches and what they want you to tell them is, How many laps does so-and-so do or how many push-ups or how many bench press do they do in the gym? We're all fixated on numbers. And I've got to the stage where I say, guys, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what you do so much. It's academic. It's interesting. Sure, it sells magazines. But where you are going to get your biggest breakthroughs? Is your capacity to touch the heart? and mind of your athletes, showing them what the one percenter actually looks like and then saying, you now choose how extraordinary you want to be. It's so powerful. It's mm-hmm. so, and it's cheap. That's how fee rate you take. <laughs> yeah. you know So coaches, what do you don't spend your money on equipment. Uh, don't waste your money on on so many of those incredibly uh, fancy looking products out there if that's what you're searching for. Spend your time with the athletes get to know them, understand them, be better at inspiring them and show them how they can get every possible percent out of whatever they do, that changes everything. Mm.
1: Great stuff, Wayne. We're going to put this up on our Facebook page because we've already had feedback coming in about how valuable this stuff is, so we'll uh, we'll give people the opportunity to listen back. Before you go, though, just give us a quick tip on these Rugby World Cup quarterfinals. You already think Australia are going to lose to England. Are you standing by that? Oh, absolutely.
0: I, I just think... <laughs> Right. too well organised, too disciplined too good in set piece too I don't think we've beaten them for four years, I think isn't that right I think we've lost the last, uh, well, I think we lost 3-0 uh, when they were here last, I think we lost a couple of times overseas and uh, knowing Eddie and knowing their depth of preparation and detail and the, the stability in their selections over a long period of time I think they'll just be too good, I think Wales and South Africa and Mate, the other one I'd like to see a, a thirty to twenty nine result with the decision right in the last because I've obviously got a lot of friends and I love the all blacks and, and my friends in New Zealand, but I've got a lot of friends in Ireland too. So let's say it goes right down to the death thirty to twenty nine uh decision made by the third umpire six <laughs> minutes after the bell goes, everyone hanging on to the trim of their teeth. People over New Zealand stretching out for the antidepressants like right to the minute and the All Blacks will get up. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear more sports thoughts, subscribe to our newsletter at wgcoaching.com.